Hey everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In this video, you'll learn about the revamped video scopes in the Flame 2018.3 update. We'll cover how the scopes work, as well as applying them within specific Flame workflows. Since analyzing images is applicable to any material you import into the Flame products, you can follow along with this video using any material you like. Now, scopes enable us to analyze our images, fix problems, match colors, and enhance our scenes. Considering this in the context of Flame, this could be driven through an editorial scenario or a VFX scenario. So, let's examine both situations and you'll see how to apply them whichever task you're working on. So, starting in the timeline view, you're looking at a single player which displays an image that comes from an active source or sequence clip. If you want to bring up the scopes to analyze the current images, click the Player Options pull down menu and choose Show Scopes. This is mapped to the Alt 4 keyboard shortcut. The player window splits into a two up view and the scopes are displayed on the right. Note that if you're using a dual monitor configuration, you could also display the scopes on the second monitor while you work in the timeline or batch. Now, if you want to make the scopes bigger or smaller, just click and drag the split bar between the views and you can resize the windows. The scopes and player will dynamically resize to their new size. What's worth noting in the context of this player is that the scope is only available in the player mode. If you switch to the source sequence player or the triptych player modes, the scopes will be unavailable. Switching back to the single player mode will keep the last configuration with the scopes. Now, there is a lot of functionality embedded within the scopes and it's all accessible through the contextual menu. So, right click on any of the current scopes and you can choose the type of scope you want to see. So, you can choose between a waveform monitor, vector scope, and 3D cube. Now, each of these types of scopes have different modes. For example, you could switch the waveform monitor to display the RGB parade. You'll get to that part very soon, but the two points I'd like to highlight is firstly, all the scopes are embedded in the player in the timeline view and the viewports in batch. This means if you hold control space, you can zoom in and out of the scope like you would with an image. And because you can zoom into a region of the scope, holding space allows you to pan the view to focus on the area you want. To reset the view, call up the contextual menu and choose Home. The second point I'd like to highlight when viewing the scopes is that they are totally interactive. You'll see this when you scrub anywhere in the software and the scopes will also update during playback. So, if you're doing any image adjustments during playback, you'll see the results on the scopes immediately. So, this is a vast improvement on the scopes if you've used previous versions of the Flame products. Now, to make the scopes more accessible to everyone, you can configure presets to quickly display the scopes you want. Call up the contextual menu over the scopes and go to the Presets sub menu.
Currently, you have been looking at the default setting, but there are also a few other included presets for various tasks. So there is the RGB Parade with the other scopes. Now let's quickly take a look at how you can create your own preset and adjust the settings of the scopes. Switch back to the default preset to give you a fresh start and call up the settings at the bottom of the pop-up menu. The scope settings are divided into three easy to understand sections. But in this video, we'll only focus specifically on presets. So in the presets menu, you define a preset and then configure what you want in that preset. For example, click the presets pull-down menu and choose to add a preset. Now give your preset a name and press enter. This automatically saves your preset into the list. When it is selected, any changes you make will be automatically saved as part of the active preset. So this menu allows you to configure how many scopes you want, as well as their colours and their precision. For example, change the layout to a 2-up display. So your custom preset will display two types of scope. You could also change the colours of the background and canvas, or even choose an image instead of a colour as the background for the vector scope if you want. Now the maximum precision is the image pixel sampling for the scopes. This is divided into static and playback. So when you are working on a frame or scrubbing a series of frames, the static pull-down allows you to choose the accuracy of the colour sampling in the scopes. The reason for having a playback pull-down menu is that you can decrease the precision of the scopes during playback. This could be for performance reasons depending on your system's configuration, or you can simply turn off scope interactivity during playback. Now once you have chosen how many scopes you want and their colours, you can switch to the preset widgets to configure them. Since you are only using two scopes, the preset widgets menu only displays two settings. This will increase or decrease depending on how many you have. So with the waveform monitor, you actually have quite a few options to choose from. The default is the standard luminance displayed in mono. But you could also switch that to display the colours within the luminance measurement. Next, you have the RGB parade to display red, green and blue next to each other. You can also display red, green and blue values on top of each other. Please don't confuse this with the luminance display using the image's colours. And finally, you can display the separated colour channels if required. So there are loads of different waveform displays you can access, and you can also alter their intensities. I'll leave mine set to RGB Parade. The next widget is the Vector Scope, and you can display this in mono or in colour. Now as a big tip, if you wanted to display a second waveform monitor instead of the Vector Scope, you just call up the contextual menu over the Vector Scope and choose Waveform. This updates the scope as well as the preset widgets.
You can now choose from any of the waveforms you saw earlier. Let's switch back to the vectorscope. So as a reminder, you create the preset first and then configure it after the fact. The reason for this is if you make any further changes, they will always be saved with the active preset. Now close the scope settings. The next time you call up the contextual menu over the scopes, you can choose from the included presets as well as your own. Now as a final tip before the next video, the scope settings are normally accessible through the contextual menu. However, if you find this a little tedious, it is possible to map the scope settings window to a keystroke. There is nothing assigned by default, but you can do that through the keyboard shortcuts editor. So that covers the general settings of the scopes, creating presets, as well as scopes in the context of the timeline and the player. In the next video, we'll focus on using scopes in the context of a VFX workflow. As I mentioned at the beginning of this video, the scopes are part of the players and viewports, which are also accessible in Batch and the VFX modules. We'll also discuss scopes with color management, the color warper and the compare buffer. Please be sure to check out the other workflows, features and enhancements to the Flame 2018.3 update. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos.